0: is good everybody welcome to the gold diggers podcast here on the gold standard podcast network it is friday i'm rob stats carrera she is michelle Maji. what's up michelle
1: hey hey it's my birthday weekend
0: let's go i didn't know this happy birthday weekend
1: thanks my birthday's not till monday but you know you gotta i gotta celebrate it today and tomorrow because i work all day sunday and monday so really these are my two days of celebration
0: and what are you doing
1: You know, nothing really, but I'll, I'll have fun. You know, I have no exact plans, but maybe my wife has something, uh, you know, planned for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, all right. Happy birthday weekend to you. We're going to dive into 49ers Cardinals. We have best bets for you. We'll do some fantasy stuff as well. But before we get into that, I want to remind you, please like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and rate review and follow the gold standard podcast network. If you leave a review, we'll read it on the show. Got one here. Five stars from Jerry Narcia, who says, I found the Niners Nation podcast halfway through my deployment to Syria and was hooked. Each person's contribution is original and quality. The authenticity is what made me hooked. Perspective matters. And if you want some hive mind groupthink podcast to tell you everything is fine when the building is on fire, go elsewhere. Love it. That is so cool to me that like people discover us in different ways and while they're doing different things and uh, we really appreciate it. So thank you.
1: Yeah, that was back to back really cool uh, reviews there that you read on the shows.
0: See, we got people from all over. If you leave a review, even if it's a bad review, I read the bad ones too. I promise you. Oh, who would
1: give us a bad review?
0: Well, you know, some people are are very difficult to please, (laughs) but anyway, all right. Niners, Cardinals, and I said to Levin, and I've been telling people, Michelle, the closer we get to this one, the more agita I have, the less comfortable with things I get. Especially considering it looks like Debo's not going to play. Hopefully Brandon Ayuk will play. Hopefully Jawan Jennings will play. They're both going to be questionable. Kyle Shanahan said yesterday, "I hate cluster injuries, and this is potentially a problem for the Niners."
1: Yeah, luckily they have so many weapons that, you know, if Devo has to miss, as long as Brandon Ayuk is out there, you feel good about it still. And you know, it's always a George Kittle game against the Cardinals. We'll get to that later. So as long as George Kittle's out there, I think they're fine even without Devo. And we saw, uh, I mean, we saw Brock Purdy be just fine last year in games without Devo Samuel. So I think they'll be okay. The Cardinals though, I mean, they have they should be 2-1, and one, A, because they were killing the Giants, and then they allowed that comeback, but they've stayed in every game and then even beat the Cowboys last week. I do think the 49ers handle them, but it, it could be a close one.
0: I think it's going to be, especially in the first half. I'll get to that in a minute. Chris Waddell says, happy birthday, Michelle. 49 Hours just got released this morning. Love that episode that they make after a win. So 49 Hours, if you don't know, is like this little video that the Niners put together every week, uh, just detailing like the week leading up to the game and the game and all this stuff. Um, It's pretty cool. I, I watch it sometimes. A lot of people like it. I'm very wary of like stuff that the team puts out because it's, you know, It's very one-sided. It's a very specific perspective you're getting, but you know, after a win, if you want to go check it out, I'm not going to get on you too much
1: No, And it's been nothing but happy, happy times for the 49ers through these three weeks. So it's okay to go, you know, watch something from the team's perspective.
0: Absolutely. A lot of people I know only listen to to our pods when the Niners win. So you know what? Thanks to everybody. It's been a nice little run. We're on here. Hopefully we keep it going. Um, What I mentioned about the game being close in the first half, the Cardinals have averaged 18 points a game in the first half this year. They have come out, which to me, that says that they have a good coaching staff. They have a good plan during the week. They know how to diagnose things. They know where they can hurt teams and they go out and they've been able to execute that. But in the second half, they only have 18 points total this entire season. So they fade down the stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean it's probably one of those things where they they have a uh, the game plan, they run it through, and then once like I don't think Josh Dobbs is good enough to really make things happen on his own, right? On schedule when things are planned and things are going his way, he can get it done. And I did listen to uh, the at least the beginning of yesterday's podcast with you and Levin talking about Josh Dobbs. I think there was some miscommunication there between you two. You weren't saying that Josh Dobbs is going to turn into the next Brock Purdy and he's going to become the starter for the Cardinals. You're saying. They utilize him in similar ways. They ask him to do similar things and he's succeeding so far in similar ways that Purdy is Um, like, you're not saying you would trade, you know, Brock Purdy for Josh Dobbs. (laughs) Like it's, we're not actually comparing their career paths. It's just their, their way, their style of how they play right now are similar. I just don't know. Like, I know that the Cardinals had success against the Cowboys last week, but I do think and Levin brought up a good point. The Cowboys are very much bend, don't break uh, defense. And they do have so much success with the turnovers. It's a very different style of the way the 49ers play. So I don't think we're going to see the the Cardinals offense have much success as we've been seeing over the first few weeks.
0: I agree with you. By the way, YouTube channel member Bay Marin says, happy birth weekend, Michelle. Shout out to all our YouTube channel members. If you want to be a YouTube channel member, support the channel. It's less than $3 a month to get custom emojis, membership badges, priority comment response. And if you want, I'll follow you on Twitter or X or whatever the hell we're talking about. Uh, So please, please do that if you want to support the show. They didn't just beat the Cowboys last week, Michelle, though, because the Cowboys were taking them lightly. Like, they have a coaching staff. The Cardinals know how to coach. Jonathan Gannon is a good coach. So, you know, I think we looked at the schedule and we saw some of those like goofy Jonathan Gannon interview clips and press conferences. Like when he meets Kyler Murray and he's just like shots, shots, shots. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? But he can coach. He's not the first coach to be a little socially awkward and good at the X's and O's. The 49ers have a guy like that too, by the way. So I think that, you know, it's going to be a tighter game than people expect. I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of people took the Cardinals and the points um, because 14 points is a lot and the Niners could be missing a couple people. So it's going to be close. It's not going to be like, you know, 70 to 20, for example, but the Niners should win.
1: Do you think they put up 30 points again?
0: So that would be seven straight regular season games with 30 or more points that hasn't been done in a decade. I think they do. By the way, do you know the last team to do it? Seven straight regular season games with 30 or more points?
1: Was it the Steelers?
0: No, it was uh, Peyton Manning's Denver Broncos when he threw the it was a 55 touchdown the year. That team got to the Super Bowl, by the way. Just saying. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, I think I would take the Cardinals and the points. I totally get that. Um, but even when they don't play well offensively, Michelle, they still get 30.
1: Oh, it's just like every in seven of eight Purdy starts, they've hit 30 Points. It's just, I'm not saying this is all on Purdy, but clearly he runs the system well enough that it just it's so easy for them. They just keep doing it. And yeah, I like I said, I do think the Cardinals look better than we expected, but I don't think it lasts that long. I think they come back down to earth. They just it really, like you said, I do think it's the coaching staff. I think they found themselves a nice head coach but they really don't have the roster for it. Like, I don't know why they're looking so good because they don't have the pieces on defense whatsoever. Their offense is really James Connor and that's it. And he's looking really good. Don't get me wrong. He's looking great, but that's pretty much the entire offense. And you have Hollywood Brown performing. Okay. But I think the 49ers are going to like, it's not going to be a hard task to shut him down. And the 49ers right now are just not allowing anything downfield. They have allowed zero receptions of 20 plus air yards this season. Zero. Oh. Absolutely insane. Two interceptions on those uh pass attempts as well. So I just don't think Josh Dobbs is gonna find any success down the field. So it's gonna have to be all dink and dunk and the smaller stuff. And I just think if they're going to be on the field that long, the Cardinals and have to move down the field slowly, the 49ers defense will make Dobbs make mistakes and force them into turnovers.
0: Jason watching on YouTube says, you can never underestimate the Niners ability to tank a division game in dramatic fashion. I get that the Niners have had some trouble with the Cardinals in the Shanahan era, but like, it's really hard to complain about anything with the Niners right now. You're talking 13, what is it? 13 straight wins in the regular season. They're putting up 30 points a game. They've done it in six straight games. Like I just, I don't know. I think that we need to appreciate this. This is a crazy run that they are on right now. And I just feel like people are kind of taking it for granted a little bit. Um, but going back to what you said, yeah, I think I agree with Dobbs. Like, they don't want him to throw the ball. He They have a very specific path to victory. And it involves James, Con- James Connor carrying the load and, and Dobbs using his mobility and his rushing to pick up yards. And then maybe if he has to to make a couple throws, but they really, really, really don't want him to throw.
1: No, they don't. And they're using pretty much play action all the time for him. Dobbs has 272 passing yards on play action passes this year, fifth most in the NFL. He's use, They're using play action on nearly 40% of Dobbs drop back. So wow. it's pretty much all of that. And the 49ers have been good against play action this year. I mean, they're good against everything, right? But they're, they're allowing the fifth lowest um, pass yards per attempt, against play action this year. So I I don't think Dobbs is going to have too much success against this defense. It really just comes down to shutting down James Conner. And we're saying James Conner's having a good year. It's not like you're playing against Nick Chubb back there or, you know, Christian McCaffrey or something. Like it's still James Conner and he he's a good running back overall. But like what does he put up in this game? I think if they just hold him to under 80 yards, they're going to be completely fine.
0: Yeah. I, I... If you told me right now that that's what he would have, I would definitely uh, sign for that. Darwin on YouTube says, cards man for man have no match versus the Niners. What I'm worried about are injuries. You said man for man. That actually sparked a reminder in my head. The Cardinals play man to man like 65% of the time. Well, if there's one thing I know about Kyle Shanahan, he can get guys open against man coverage. So I think that actually favors the 49ers. Now, a lot of times teams switch it up against San Francisco and do things they don't normally do. But if the Cardinals go man to man, I think that's good news for San Francisco.
1: So they are actually, they're, they're in cover Four, forty one 41% of the time this year, which leads the league by so much. The 49ers are second at 32%. So hmm. they're, they're putting four corners out there regularly. I, I just, I don't think it matters because Brock Purdy, you can put him into any situation in next gen, like against the blitz against not the blitz against pressure out of the pocket against cover uh against the zone against man and it does not matter all of his numbers are fantastic and because kyle shanahan just knows how to call a place against any defense
0: i apologize i misread the stat from nick wagner they favor zone to man 65 percent of the time so I'm sorry. That's my bad. Damn. I said that a couple of times this week. Whoops.
1: Well, I was like, um, do I not know what cover four is? I'm like, I'm pretty no. sure I do, but I'm like,
0: <laughs> I'm please correct. Me. Zone. Yeah.
1: That's
0: my bad. Everybody. I apologize for that. Um, well, like you said, Kyle could still do it against So, but that would make more sense. Cause I'm like, why are the Cardinals trying to lock everybody down, man? Like they, like you said, they don't have the roster for that kind of thing. Yeah. So that, okay. That makes more sense. I apologize for that. That is my bad, by the way. Can I just, answer this because people are asking Chris says is Rob drinking Kool-Aid no I'm not drinking Kool-Aid okay I'm drinking crayon grape with a little bit of water that's what it is
1: literally a six-year-old
0: what do you mean what's wrong with crayon grape it's delicious
1: but I can't believe you even put a little bit of water in it to dilute it for your little five-year-old belly
0: yeah it's too it's too sweet I look you know I don't want to hear any complaints from a person who's wearing a sweater with elbows on the patches today patches on the elbows
1: it's a very cute sweater it's for north Nordstrom rack
0: if i wore that sweater you would crush me yeah it isn't
1: it would would not be cute on a guy like with the little pads but i I think it's cute i think it's cute for a woman
0: Mm -hmm. i see double standard there all right i wish i knew more about the receivers and the health going into this game but i said on 95 7 the game earlier this morning like The Niners have so much on offense, like even if it's just Kittle and McCaffrey, you can use McCaffrey in the slot or out wide and have Elijah Mitchell be your primary running back and then use your receivers be Kittle and McCaffrey in the game and against a team like Arizona like that should still be enough.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm not worried about the Devo Samuel injury. A- again, we've already seen them be a great offense without Debo in the lineup last year during the end of the season when he had a missed time with injuries. It would worry me if Brandon Ayuk also had a miss, but it, it looks like he's going to play, right? It just yes. it comes down to is he like really just trying to get through this injury and play through it with pain? Cause then, you know, I don't know how well he's gonna perform, how you know that might be a little worrisome, but again, I just think this is a Kittle and CMC game. Ronnie Bell is interesting. Let's see like what he can do mm-hmm. if he gets more time, but he looked good last week. So I'm excited to get to see him on the field more, especially like, I know I hate on Jawan Jennings, but I do think that he, you know, they could use him in this game.
0: Uh-huh. Hit, oh, hit of all of a sudden you're being nice to Joan. Well, you now. don't
1: want to, you don't want Devo out. IU, Kurt, and then also Jennings out. That's, that's not great.
0: Chris says, I need to put some gray goose in my crayon grape. You're not wrong and not going to lie. Sometimes that does happen. Oh, Levin is watching the stream, Michelle. He says, Rob cites a statistic incorrectly all week. They don't call him stats for nothing. Look, stats I got. It's the reading that apparently is the difficult part for me. That's the, what I'm struggling with here.
1: I, You know what's so funny is I read that and I didn't even realize it was Levin. I just thought it was some uh, dude calling you out. But this is funny.
0: Thanks, Levin. Thanks for your contribution to the show defensively for the Niners. I think that people are not giving Nick Bosa enough credit. Like he's getting crap. I feel like from a lot of people, he leads the team in pressures. He has 15 pressures on the season. Javon Hargrave is next with 13. And how about Javon Kinlaw, by the way, with 10 in limited duty, very impressive. But I think people need to get off Nick Bosa's back. And I don't know if you saw his comments this week, Michelle, but he was, he said, basically like, I'm back in football shape now. Like my body's good to go. I played Thursday. Now we've got the long layoff. Like I'm ready. No, no more delays. No more, you know, easing in any of that stuff
1: and i would love to get an explanation from these two sites right like pff and next gen how their information can be so different like what what are you considering a pressure because hargrave leads all defense tackles and is in top two in the league and quarterback pressures according to next gen stats and leads the team with 18. so i don't know how they have them down at 13. that's a big chunk i mean through three weeks they're already be five off that's yeah. a massive chunk i'm just i'm i'm interested to see what they're comparing to because hargrave i think has been the like top notch sign i mean we already knew this was like the big signing for them but i think across the league them signing hargrave was one of the best signings for any team
0: i agree with you completely impact immediate impact too uh King says, stats, she's being nice about Juwan Jennings because she'll be wearing his jersey once you all agree on the bet. Yeah, we have a bet about uh, predictions for the season. If I am wrong, I have to buy and wear a Sam Darnold 49ers jersey. And if Michelle is wrong, she has to buy and wear a Juwan Jennings 49ers jersey.
1: You know what? I think the Jets would really trade for Sam Darnold. Me too. (laughs) That's a great idea.
0: Well, you can have him back for a third round pick.
1: They should do it. They need, a, they need an upgrade. Do it. I now. mean, they,
0: they signed Simeon, which is something like you had to do something. I don't even care that Trevor Simeon's not that good. Like you could not keep just saying Zach Wilson is the guy. I felt bad for Robert Sala.
1: I mean, this is Zach Wilson's last week as a starting quarterback for the Jets, at least. I, I think forever.
0: Yeah. I mean, how much more do you have to see? Really? It's it's bizarre. All right. Uh, should we get into some of the best bets for the week?
1: Oh yeah. Let's do
0: it. All right. I have three that I have picked out. How many do you have?
1: I have three as well. I think one of ours is the same though, right?
0: I think so. I want to point out Levin and I six for six last week. He was perfect. Three for three. I was perfect. Three for three. You're you you're dismissive. I see you. You're shaking your head. You're poo pooing six for six. Huh? I'm not pooing
1: anything, but you guys have brought this up 100 times now. Were you six for six? I don't, I don't know if I've heard it's-
0: that yet. We were perfect. Okay. All the bets hit. Okay. So that's you know. that's
1: really good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, all mine are going to hit this week. All right. So I'm taking two 49ers and one Cardinals player. The thing is, one line I want to take. It's not up yet, but it's George Kittle's over whatever his receiving yards is. <laughs> it's really just it comes down to that. I don't think they're going to have it too high, right? Because George Kittle's been inconsistent, but probably around 50, 60 yards, and I'm willing to take anything over that. Uh, So we know a George Kittle always destroys the Cardinals, especially for fantasy, but over the last two games, um, or two of the last three games he's played, it's been 101 yards and 84 yards, but he has five touchdowns over the last three games against the Cardinals. We know Kyle Shanahan likes to take advantage of the, the best, uh, matchups, right. And the Cardinals have been really bad against tight ends. They still are. No Debo, Ayuk injured. We've already brought this up. I, this is how is this not a George Kittle game?
0: I agree with you, and especially when the other team doesn't have like a premier, premier, elite pass rusher that frees up Kittle, takes away some of his blocking responsibilities. Even with Buda Baker, George Kittle would put up big numbers against Arizona. Buda Baker's not going to be there. I totally agree with you, and I love it. I keep saying, let him, let him run, man. He's the guy, and we've talked about this before, like with Debo where when he catches the ball and runs and break tackles, he just provides like juice to the entire offense, like momentum. It's like whenever they're kind of slogged down, get one of those guys, the ball, and it pumps everybody up, let him out of the, out of the packaging. Let's go. I'm totally on board with you. I think I would go as high as 60 would probably be my limit even though I think he'll have a bigger game than that. I just, I don't know if I want to actually bet that, but I think that's as high as I would go.
1: And I don't think it's going to be higher than that. They don't normally put tight ends that like, unless you're Travis Kelsey, your number is not going to be higher than that. And it finally, like it's not like George Kittle has been killing it all year, right? Like he was a ghost until last week when he had a great game, because he needs either Debo or Iuke to be out of the game to be used when they're all there. He kind of just got, gets forgotten, for got in about yeah Yeah. but with IU gone you know we saw his targets go up now I think with Debo gone we're gonna see his targets stay the same especially in this matchup
0: uh quick aside Chris says the Jets are looking at Carson Wentz reportedly uh I would consider it if you're the Jets you have to consider something at least he has high-end talent that you've seen you know but anyway uh okay that is best bet number one I like it um I went with three others. Like I said, one is the same. Do you want to do the ones that's the same now? Or do you want to save that for the end?
1: We can save that for the end.
0: Okay. My first best bet in this one is Jake Moody field goals. And you know, I sometimes take a bet that I will just take every week. Because I think in the long run, you will ultimately end up making money. For years, it was Jimmy Garoppolo over one half interceptions per game. I consistently said, if you take that every week, you're ultimately going to make money. I think this one is Jake Moody over 1.5 field goals. He's nine for nine so far on the year. Three field goals in every single game. We know the 49ers are going to be able to move the ball. That's just what they do. They haven't really been great in the red zone at getting touchdowns. So that obviously sets up well for this bet. I think on the year, there are seven for 13 getting touchdowns. That's 54% in the red zone. And the thing about Moody is... Because he has such a big leg, you may be able to steal a field goal at the end of the first half or something like that, or maybe where they're at the edge of scoring range and Kyle kicks a 57 or a 58-yarder, where you weren't getting that with Robbie Gold because he just didn't have the leg for it. So I'm going Moody over 1.5 field goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, Moody, Like there's been no one... I feel like anyone who was good in the preseason this year just stinks in the regular season and whoever struggled in the preseason is great. Like just across the NFL, but Jake Moody's killing it. I mean, I have him in my fantasy leagues and anything awesome. I have kickers in and he's been absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one. I will say where I, I personally get my, um, I know we did get a question in here about where we, we, Bet right. I got my lines from DraftKings. So that's where I'm I'm taking these bets from right here. Uh so on DraftKings, Jake Moody's at like minus 135 for the one and a half field goal. So maybe you can like kind of shop around and see if there's anyone else gives you better odds there.
0: How about this, Michelle? You're getting called out. Levin says if Michelle misses a bet this week, you have to do a lemon juice shot next week. And if you go three for three, he'll do one.
1: Lemon juice shot sounds great. Sure.
0: Yeah, I I, would I like tot- lemon juice. I I would just, yeah. Like I'll just do one of those. That sounds fantastic.
1: I actually like my mouth is watering thinking about it. I might go do <laughs> one after this.
0: No mimosa for you this week.
1: No, I, um, I had a little bit too much drink last night. So just uh-huh. a Dr. Pepper today.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see how it is. Okay. Number best bet. Number two for you.
1: So this one just seems illegal. I just, I it just seems like way too easy. Uh, Christian McCaffrey over 79 and a half rushing yards. Again, this is on DraftKings. Uh like, how is he not going to hit 80 rushing yards? A, he's, you know, killed that line in weeks one and week two. In week three, he did only have 85 yards, but they didn't need him at the end of the game. I mean, they brought in Elijah Mitchell. He was taking a lot of those. And maybe he's not needed again in the fourth quarter in this game, but I think he's going to have some big runs like Tony Pollard last week. They were getting beaten hard, right? The Cowboys. And he still put up 122 rushing yards against the Cardinals. Yep. CMC is going to hit 80 unless he gets hurt.
0: It's so tempting to just take him, take everything, like everything. Give me, give me the Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown score. Although he's minus 300 for that this week, which tells Dad you, I didn't do that yet. How confident Vegas is that he's going to score, but just like the whole offense is him and he's so damn good. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets this and I think he may get it because he's going to break one. He's he has nine explosive plays on the season. The 49ers have 24 as an offense and for reference, an explosive play is a rush over 10 yards or a pass play over 20 yards. McCaffrey has nine of those on the year. He may bust off a 45 or 50 yarder, and then you're you're sitting pretty for the rest of the game as long as he doesn't get hurt. I think that could happen this week. So I'm on board with your Christian McCaffrey over 79 and a half.
1: Yeah, and uh, I didn't look at Elijah Mitchell's line, but I would be tempted to possibly take that as well because... Hopefully we've been talking about this. They do limit Christian McCaffrey's usage a little bit and against the Cardinals, that's hopefully not a matchup. You need to put 25 touches on his body, you get right. him, you know, 15 carries, but I think he can get 80 yards on 15 carries. So I'm taking, and they'll probably feed him more than that because I don't think they are worried about saving his body. They just want to use him right now.
0: Red and gold till I'm dead and cold podcast as today's show presented by Crayon grape and Dr. Pepper. Hey, Crayon grape or Dr. Pepper. If you want, you know, I'll take your money.
1: Uh, I guess yours um isn't going to, you know, kill you because That's diet soda is pretty bad for you. Oh,
0: well, okay. There goes that sponsorship. Thanks very much, Michelle. Uh, Levin says pure lemon juice. Y'all are nuts. So sour and tough to do without making a meme worthy face. I love lemon juice. Again, I'm on board with this. Like, sign me up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. I, I will do this bet for sure because I have like a bottle of lemon juice. So I'll go take it. Yeah.
0: There you go. Uh, Adam says, anyone feel the 49ers got a bum deal with the season schedule this year? Three games we play, a team coming off a bye and the week we come off our bye, we play Jacksonville who is also coming off the bye. Yeah. The Niners did get a, a crappy schedule this year in terms of rest. Um, there's nothing we can do about it, but you're absolutely right. They actually play five games with a rest disadvantage this season. So you're 100. Well, it,
1: we're not. Yeah, we're not getting into really where the season gets super hard for them in terms of travel. Right? They get two home games, and then that's where it stops here, and it's going to get extremely hard when it comes to their body. So they need to get a. These guys are already not healthy. They need to get them healthy because after that, they are flying from the East coast to the West coast, the East coast to the West coast, like many times
0: at the Browns in week six at the Vikings in week seven, then they're home against Cincinnati and then they get to buy. So, but then they go at Jacksonville, that's Florida. But like
1: Remember when they're home, they have to fly back. Like it's not just at the Vikings at to fly back home, right? It's like another and, travel.
0: And as far as we know, they're not doing like the stay on the East coast type of thing. They have to go to Jacksonville in week 10 and then, back home against the Buccaneers. It's it's not a great travel schedule. The Niners travel the second most miles of any team in the league other than the Seattle Seahawks. So Adam is a thousand percent right when he says they got a raw deal. Okay. Uh, let's see. My next... Okay, that one's the same. Oh, this is a weird one. I want your opinion on this, Michelle, because this is like not a best bet that I normally do. But I saw it, and I was like, you know what? The Niners props are not up for most people, so I'll take this one. Both teams to score a rushing... Touchdown in the game. Yes, is plus 230. Oh I wow. Think the Niners are going to get one for sure. And the Cardinals, they that's all they want to do is run the ball and give it to James Connor. I feel like either Dobbs or Connor or somebody's going to get one. So to me, if, at plus two thirty, I'm taking this one.
1: So uh Connor has five touchdowns in his four career games against the 49ers, and he has one. At least one touchdown in each of his last three games against the 49ers yes. since joining the Cardinals. So I do. I think this is a really good bet. I mean, Connor is a good bet to just get into the end zone in any given game. We know CMC. I mean, clearly Vegas is expecting him to get in the end zone with minus right. 300 odds to score. And I would imagine James Connor's odds to score a touchdown are probably minus as well. So I don't know how you put those two things together and then get plus, would you say, one?
0: plus two thirty so that oh, means you bet a hundred dollars you win two hundred thirty dollars
1: yeah so like for me it would be like bet ten dollars and you win two hundred and or you win twenty three dollars right yeah but okay uh, but yeah I, I think that's a that's a great great bet I love that one by you
0: James Conner is plus one fifty five for any time touchdown score and Ooh. McCaffrey like we said like is three hundred so I don't know again it's a weird I don't normally go in this area but I was like hey you know what it's When something like jumps out to me, I generally take it.
1: Yeah. And talking about James Conner, we both have this. We both love this, but over 53 and a half rushing yards. He's hit that easily in each of the three games and really easy over the last two weeks. Again, we've brought this up. I mean, this entire offense runs through James Conner. Do I think he's going to be super efficient? No, but I, 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 I do think he's going to be okay. Kyron Williams last week, 52 yards on 14 attempts and 3.7 yards per carry. You may say, wow, the 49ers did really good against him, but that's like Kyron. That's what Kyron Williams averages, right? That's like his normal, like that's his normal. So I think he just did the normal and we didn't really get to see the Steelers or the Giants run on them whatsoever. Najee Harris led the Steelers with six rush attempts, averaged over five yards per carry against them. And then Matt Breda had four carries last week. So it's like, we just didn't get to see anybody else run besides Kyron Williams. And he did, he did what he normally does. So I think James Connors, is going to be okay in this game. I think he gets at least 14, 15 carries and he can, it's going to be around 55 to 70 rushing yards somewhere in that range.
0: Yeah, I think it's a combination of one. Connor is pretty good at breaking tackles. Two, that's all they want to do. And I think he's going to get the volume. He's never had less than 14 carries in any game this year. So far, he averages 89 yards per game this year. So even if the 49ers hold him way below his average, he can still hit this over. And I saw a stat. I think the Cardinals, again, this assumes that I know how to read, but the Cardinals, I believe are top three in the league in rushing yards before contact. So that tells me they are blocking things up really well. It tells me that whatever their rushing scheme is, they're finding weak spots in the defense and using it to gash teams. And so I think, again, I think that the combination of the success of Connor and the volume that he's going to get And it's only 53 and a half. That's not very many. I'm taking Connor and I feel pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah. Again, if Kyron Williams can hit 52, like I think James Connor easily hits this 53 and a half. And if he doesn't, then this is, I I think an absolute blowout by the 49ers. Like I think they destroyed them.
0: That's the thing too, is that uh, even if the Niners are up by two scores, like the Cardinals have no choice, really, they're going to have to run the ball. So the only way he doesn't get the opportunities is like what you talked about maybe the Niners get the ball first and score, force a turnover, score again, stop the Cardinals, get it back, kick a field goal to where just the game script totally flips and Arizona has no shot to do otherwise. But I don't think that's going to happen. Like I said, especially not in the first half. So I think the first half will be close enough to where they're going to keep feeding Connor.
1: Yeah, I think he can hit this in the first half.
0: Ooh, well, that's ballsy. Well, I Does their first half rushing over for him? There
1: Probably is. It's not even going to be, it'll probably be like 27, 28 rushing yards, take that.
0: Oh, that makes me nervous, man. I don't like those first half bets. That's, I don't know why. Some some bets I just don't make. Those are definitely ones that I just stay away from.
1: I think it sounds like a fun one, especially if you're bringing up the Cardinals start so hot, and that's going to be when maybe the game is actually a close score. they will be running a lot. I I could see him having 60 rushing yards in the first half and then ending with, you know, 75, 80, like not doing much at all (laughs) in the second half.
0: And that's generally what the Cardinals have done. Remember, as I said earlier, they have 18 second half points all year. So they really, really fade in the second half. Rick Diaz says, nice hoodie that you're worried how the 49ers. I don't really know what the end of that means. But if you do like the hoodie, it's an homage hoodie. If you want to pick one up for yourself, just click the link in the description of the episode. It'll take you right to their page. I know you have a ton of homage stuff, Michelle. It is super stylish and super comfortable.
1: I love that hoodie. It's a great hoodie on you, but I don't like I'm more of the girl that likes, you know, sweatshirts without the hood. But if I did like them with the hood, that would be one of my first choice. That's a that's a nice hoodie.
0: Why are you anti hood?
1: They're just like they just choke you. I don't know. It's it's so much more freeing to not have it. And so comfy. And Amish has those really cute crew neck uh, sweatshirts. So I prefer those.
0: Well, I, I like a good hoodie, especially when like rainy day. Just give me a big, nice, soft, comfy hoodie. That's that's where I am pretty much. Uh, okay, I asked Levin this. I don't know if you got to this point in the podcast yesterday, Michelle, but there's a whole, like, thing hanging. There's two, like, sort of off-field things hanging over this game. One is the fact that Jonathan Gannon was the Eagles defensive coordinator, and I think that Kyle thinks that they would have whooped the Eagles had Brock Purdy not gotten hurt. So, in a way, like, this is his chance to kind of prove it, right? Like, hey, I can solve this Eagles scheme. And I don't know if you – did you see the video of Jonathan Gannon It was from before the NFC championship game last year. He's like driving in a car and some fans have a video camera out. And he says something like, we're going to gut them talking about the 49ers. I bet you the 49ers have seen that video this
1: week. Oh, I'm sure. And that stinks for him now because he doesn't have the players that he had on the Eagles. So it's not really fair to be like, oh, Jonathan Gannon. Like, yeah, like we beat up on your team with zero talent. Like there is nobody on this Cardinals defense. They do randomly like have a decent amount of sacks and turnovers this year. They have uh, 11 sacks and five takeaways, which are top five and sacks top 10 and takeaways. I don't know how, but Dennis Gardeck, Dennis Gardeck um, leads the team with three sacks, five quarterback hits. He's apparently doing okay. I don't really understand where they're getting this performance from, but they're they've been doing it
0: yes they get pressure and they get pressure without blitzing which is pretty impressive um but you know brock has kind of shown that he can handle that i mean especially against the giants last week by the way chris Waddell else says do you guys ever parlay these bets or just do individual so sometimes the parlay numbers are different because at least with DraftKings, kings i know that you can only um do same game parlays. And sometimes they give you the different odds as opposed to just the individual prop bets. So I don't parlay. I don't know about you.
1: I will say if you can't use DraftKings or FanDuel and make bets, uh, the underdog app is available in many, many more States and it's all parlays. Like you can, you have to put at least two players into each bet. But that's a great way to get these bets in and do a parlay. And it's all the kind of the same lines, the over-unders. Uh, so download the under, this is not a sponsor, but the underdog app is a good way to utilize it if you're not in a state that has legalized uh, sports betting.
0: So there you go. Uh, what was this? Oh yeah, the, the off-field stuff. The other thing is Steve Wilkes is suing the Cardinals right now for racial discrimination and everything that went down when he was the head coach there and the burner phones and all of that stuff. He obviously feels some type of way about the Cardinals. Maybe the Niners go into this one with a little more juice than normal.
1: And I don't think they – wait, you think the Cardinals go into more juice or 49ers no, going to the
0: Niners do. I think no. Steve Wilkes wants to crush them.
1: I mean, Yeah. And I think they will, right? Like I don't think they need too much motivation in this game, but they already have it, which stinks even more for the Cardinals. Really, like I, I know that we we're trying to talk up this Cardinals team somewhat and make this seem like it's going to be a good matchup. I do think it's going to be another blowout, and I. It's just another one of those games. These first four games for the 49ers are just kind of a cakewalk. And then they do get some interesting matchups after that, where it'll really be like a little nerve wracking entering the game. Right. But there's not going to be any part of me entering Sunday that I'm like, Ooh, I'm nervous. The 49ers going to lose this game. Like I'm not going to have any of those feelings in me.
0: Well, that's an interesting point because as Chris points out, I've been listening to watching a lot of player interactions this week. Do you guys get the vibe? The Niners are starting to smell their own flowers a little bit eventually you're going to have one of these games. Like, I don't think the Niners are just going to keep winning indefinitely. Right. I don't think they're going to be undefeated this season. Is this the week they're going to lose? No, but I don't think they will lose this week, but like sometimes that stuff does happen. Teams beat other teams. You turn it over. The Niners are on an incredible streak right now of not having more than one turnover in a game. It coincides perfectly with the winning streak, by the way, 13 in a row with one turnover or less. That's never happened before in NFL history. So you get a couple turnovers. Like we said, we've had some injuries. Stuff can happen very quickly. So if the Niners are smelling their flowers a little bit, uh, they better cut that out pretty damn fast because they'll get a wake-up call.
1: Yeah, the thing is if they destroy the Cardinals, they might go into that Cowboys game feeling real real confident and maybe that's the game they lose. It'll be definitely one of those games that you're going to be nervous entering, right? Like you know, I know the Cowboys just lost to the Cardinals, but they're still a good team and then at Cleveland that looks like all of a sudden a really hard game with that defense. I mean, Deshaun Watson still stinks, but the defense is looking elite. And then at the Vikings, you know they can put up points and then the the Bengals, that's going to be a tough Four-game stretch there, and if they somehow get through these next five games undefeated, oh, man, they are really going to be smelling their own flowers. Is that the same?
0: Yeah, that's not (laughs) the same, but I do kind of like that from Chris. Uh, King points out, uh, fam, are you joining John Chapman's tailgate for Cowgirls and Niners since I'm going to be at the game? I don't have any plans to do it now, but not because... I have anything against John, I don't know for sure what time I'm going to be able to get to Levi's because I'm traveling to Nevada for a wedding and then I have to drive to San Francisco or Santa Clara or whatever. Uh, So I'm not sure what time I'm going to get there. So I don't have any plans to do that. But uh, if you are going to the game, I would love to meet as many 49er fans and and Gold Standard podcast fans as possible. So please, 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 if you see me, say hello, say what's up. I'm going to be in such a great mood because it's my first 49ers game. So I hope to meet as many people as possible.
1: Imagine they win 14 straight regular season games and then you go to the one game that they lose. That would suck. They better win for you because this is your first game that you're there. And I want you to really just appreciate being at a game. It's in a, are you sitting in a box?
0: No, I don't think okay, so. Good. It's the 501 club. Is if anybody out there has sat there, please tell me about it, but I don't think it's, it's not like a private box, but I think it like has a special food and stuff in the section, which look, I'm a big food person. So I'm all about that.
1: Listen, you'll be spending a lot of money, but the food in stadiums are yummy.
0: Worth it. I love a good stadium food. I don't know at football games. This is a dumb question. I love 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 the ice cream and the batting helmet at baseball games. I get it to every stadium I go You're to.
1: 5 years old.
0: I am absolutely a child when it comes to that. It's awesome. I keep the batting helmet. I eat the ice cream. It's fantastic. Do they do something like that at football games? I have no idea. I don't know. I just drink at football games.
1: Are you <laughs> going to have are you going to have a beer during the game?
0: I will have many beers oh, okay. The game.
1: okay, good. All why right.
0: why did you think I wouldn't have a beer?
1: I don't know. I just don't envision you having a beer at the game.
0: Why not? <laughs> what do you think I'd be sipping water or tea with my feet <laughs> your up?
1: juice. Your juice. I don't know. I'm drinking
0: some not, cranberry juice I'm not, at the game. I'm not bringing juice and orange slices to the game.
1: <laughs> no, uh yeah, I think um normally, you know, I tailgate before the game and I go in a little toasty.
0: JJ zero zero watching on my Twitch page at stats on fire says, don't let her discourage you stats. The ice cream in the helmet is awesome. See, there you go. Sure. You don't get ice cream in the helmet at a baseball game.
1: No. Oh
0: you doubt. hate fun. Michelle hates fun. That's... I like,
1: um. I like getting like chicken tenders. I like the salty instead of the sweet.
0: Chicken tenders are good. Uh, Nick's watching on Facebook says the beer at Levi's is $20. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what you kind of come to expect. Uh, Cooper says, I love the cheese fries. Mm -hmm. I could go for some cheese fries. I love me some
1: cheese fries.
0: JJ00 says, Levi's food is pretty good. The hot dogs are massive. Hot dog, I don't know. I feel like we could do better than that. We've evolved past the hot dog at sporting events.
1: I think hot dog, you still have to have at a baseball game. But yeah, you can get better food at a, a football game. Some more of the, it's really just chicken tenders for me. That's what I get. But the cheese fries do sound amazing.
0: I like to get whatever like the specialty is at the stadium. Like I went to Baltimore at Camden Yards and got crab cakes. Cause that you know, that's their thing there. So I like to get like, whatever the special thing is. I don't know if the Niners have that. Um, I have no idea, but Chris coming in big with the super chat. Thank you, sir. Chris says, love this episode every week. I say this one and one with Levin is one a and one B happy birthday weekend. Michelle stats. Can you Venmo this to Michelle for her birthday? Thanks guys. Have a good weekend. Got to take a stupid work call. See ya.
1: Wow. All right. That just made my birthday weekend right there. I get to go enjoy my day. Like, look at that. Thank you, Chris. That is awesome. I can
0: absolutely Venmo it to Michelle for like $45. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thank you so much, Chris.
0: That is awesome. That is incredibly generous. Thank you, Chris. That's fantastic. We appreciate the support of everybody so, so much. We are smashing downloads. I was just looking at the numbers for September, Michelle. If we have a good couple of last days, we're going to come very close to the all-time record for for this podcast. So thank you, everybody, for the support. We really, really appreciate it. Before we go, I want to mention... First of all, I didn't mention that you're part of the Ball Blast Football podcast, which I should have mentioned. And also, you write a fantasy football article for NFL.com every single week.
1: I do on Friday. Top, uh, you know, sell highs, buy low guys to go make those moves in fantasy football before the week starts. And I also have a Fire Nice article that comes out on thegameday.com every Thursday. So that's already up. It gives you a little categories for every single fantasy relevant player and how I feel about them in this upcoming week.
0: Bam. So you should go and check that out. I should have mentioned that sooner, but uh, make sure you go and look at that. You need a little more Michelle in your life. I think we all could use a little more Michelle in our lives.
1: Thank you. That's very nice.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Reminder before we go, please, please, please join us for the instant reaction show right after the game ends. We will be live here on the YouTube channel. Eleven Black will be with me. Just click the little bell right now if you're watching on YouTube and you'll be notified right when we go live. So you'll never miss an instant reaction or any other show that we do. But it's one of my favorite shows of the week. Everybody's usually pumped up one way or another, win or lose. You know, we can celebrate, we commiserate, whatever. But I hope you join us because it is absolutely one of the favorite things that we do. JJ Zero Zero says with the three pods, there's Michelle for every day of the week.
1: Yes, I do podcasts every day of the week. I'm on Locked On Fantasy Football. We have our Ball Blast podcast on this. So if you do enjoy what I have to say, you can listen to me every single day.
0: And you can watch her wear sweaters with patches on the elbows.
1: Listen, this is cute. I don't know what to tell you. I thought it was cute. Now I'm going to overthink it.
0: Enjoy the game, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you on Sunday.
1: Bye, y'all.